gentlemen, welcome to today's episode of Uncaped Heroes. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you can take a moment and kick back, relax, let go of the, the worries of the day and meet yet another amazing individual that shines a lot and offers space in this world for us all to see. My name is Stacey Johnston, honored to be here with you today. I'm going to ride solo today. My co-host is otherwise occupied, so I'm going to get to have this amazing conversation so I'm going to go ahead and start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please bring in Michelle? How are you today? I'm great today. How are you? I am fabulous. So glad to be here. You know, I was talking to my daughter last night. We were talking about doing this podcast. And I said, you know, for me, it's just the most humblingly amazing blessing. I get to sit in my living room in the comfort of my home and travel all around the world and meet the most amazing people. And I get to hear this wisdom and this knowledge that would not otherwise get to touch my life. How, how do you beat that blessing? You can't beat that so, blessing. And the fact that you are sitting in your living room and you get to travel around the world, the vision that that came up for me when you said that was so exciting and thrilling. Things you don't it, it just, do, but now you can. Totally does. It totally energizes my day. Last week... In, in a two-day span of time, I went to Germany and Israel and the U.K. and Singapore, right here. Right, no airports, no drama, no politics, just me and some amazing people and sharing this wisdom. I, I love it. So I'm so glad that you decided to join us. How about if you kick us off? Tell us who is Michelle. Please introduce yourself. What do you do? Why do you do that? And how can people connect with you? Well, my name is Michelle Lang. Um, I've had time to think about what it is that I do and how why I do what I do. I have come up with the, the thought phrase and, and the energy that says that I'm a etheric artist and writer. And what that means is I connect to a higher level of self and um, create an energy flow related to you know, spiritual things that, that allow us to see things in a in a different way and I put it on canvas, I put it in words and I'm a champion of un, um, extraordinary people who live ordinary lives unsung, much like you, uncaped heroes and celebrate their life. Those are the things that I'm good to great at and I love what I do. I am actually in the process of being a co-author on a book that will, we don't have a date of when that's coming out, but it's exciting. There's about 15 of us that will be writing our stories and sharing our stories um, to inspire and uplift others because I think that's really important right now in the world that we're in and in the way that things are changing. I'm located in Salt Lake City, Utah. You can get a hold of me on um, Facebook, Instagram, Creative Biz, Inc., or Michelle Howard Lang, Michelle Lang. Um, in those spaces, I'm also on LinkedIn. You can find me there. I post and talk about um, the energy that comes from living into sharing the spotlight on other people's lives where just much like you, we, we gain wisdom, but it's more than that. I think there's some very important soul languages and I call them soul languages because they're very etheric in nature because they create an energy flow of positive positivity that help you live into 
a space of energy where you can create and um, a life that's that's an amazing flow and enables you to do good to great things. And some of that soul language is compassion, understanding, kindness grows kindness, um, heart brings heart, compassion builds compassion, those sorts of thinking processes and thought leader processes that we need to get back to at a very basic level and that's what I'm all about in a, in a nutshell. You know, I love it when you talk about the experience of co-authoring, co-writing a book. About a year ago, I had the same experience. I co-wrote a book with 16 women. There were 16 of us all together called Cages No More. And the entire premise of the book was what was it like the moment you realized there was something more? When you finally let go of all of the society's rules and decided to step into your own dance. I love uh, what 16, you did. 16 beautiful stories of women, you know, and, and to get to participate in that. And, and that's what my, my story was called Underneath the Music. And it was that thing, that, that moment that you realize the song you're trying to dance to is not yours. You're dancing to somebody else's music. How do you find the dance to your very own song? Um, so beautiful experience, just, just like you're saying, to, to reach that moment when you realize God looked down one day and decided the world needed one of you, and there's a reason for that. You have a song to sing and a dance to dance that no one else can do. And until you believe in it, you don't get to watch mm-hmm. you dance. That's right? true, and you, you, yeah, you agree. You're uniquely yourself. There isn't anybody that has been created in your likeness, in your way of being, in your personality, in this time or any other time before. And we have to understand that that you are uniquely you. You are here for a purpose, and there's something about you that gives to others that you have to, in your, in understanding and taking inventory of your life and your story. You've got to go take a look at that, those things about you and embrace them fully and say these are the things through every motion and part of my life where there was a challenge that I was at my greatest self and had my greatest strength and ability to do that. And for me, going through a recent cancer treatment, I discovered that my life... Um, and my soul has been pinged and tarnished here and there through life experiences. And one of the greatest things that came out of those things that was consistent was my ability to create a positive energy, to see the good in it. And and I learned during, even up until two weeks ago, that I cannot make myself wrong for being who I am because... This is who instinctively, intuitively I am at the core of my being. And that is that I understand and know energy even though I didn't have the words to place it. At the time, I just knew instinctively that the best choice for me to make while I was going through my chemo treatment was to find light, love, goodness, let the moment touch me, but not in such a way that it was detrimental to my soul and then just move through that process and every day find the joy, find the gratitude. And those things are the things that helped me get through that journey, which I can say was not easy at all. It was so very, very hard. It was a total effort, mind, body, soul, 
everything, emotional, mental, physical, spiritual. You had to have everything with you and carry those tools from my lifetime into that place and have my greatest strength. Did I get weakened? Yes, I wasn't weak. Well, I want to make a back up to that bit there is there are times when we are strong and at our greatest strength we can be weakened. We are not weak. We are weakened. And the weakening comes from a place where we get, and I found this to be true, we get to find a greater strength within us. And if you think about it, if you are stretched like a rubber band, how can you find greater strengthening and, and stretching within yourself where you kind of have to contract a little, just enough so that you can stretch even more? Like when we heat up metal, we have to heat it up to an extent that we can liquefy the metal to get it to bend and move a little bit more. It doesn't weaken the structure of that metal. It just gets it to mold into that place where you find your greatest strength. And so going through my cancer treatment, I realized that all of my life experiences, I had this wonderful outlook on seeing the good and the positive. I didn't understand why I was blessed with that. I didn't need that answer. What I needed to know was that I was on the right path and in my learning, even up to last week, that it was okay to be in that place because I was doing what I needed to do, regardless of what other people thought. And I think it's just like you said in the beginning, we have to follow those paths regardless of what the world thinks that we ought to be or should be. And I call that shoulding. You know, we should be this, we should be that, we should have this label, we should carry this attitude, we should be this way instead of intuitively, instinctively, being who we know at our gut level because we know our gut better than anybody else. I love that, shooting instead of being. Wow, yeah. what a powerful statement right there. Love that. All right, let's rotate this around just a little bit. In your journey through where you started to where you stand today, can you define the word hero for you? And who have you met along the way that would exemplify that for you? I think a hero is somebody that has a heightened sense of energy and realistic observation about life without being so intrinsically um, absolute in in that real, realistic state because you have to keep yourself open. A hero is open to a vision of an opportunity and where it not only just touches their life, but it's about touching other people's lives, and then they're unafraid to tell their story. Who would I say my hero is, or somebody that I think is a hero? Um, gosh. My heart feels a lot right now. I would say at a celebrity level, somebody that on my journey that I took upon myself to read their works was Maya Angelou. I love her poetry and her writing and it seemed to resonate um, with me on my journey with cancer. And the reason why I say that is because I found her writings many years ago and 
when you've got breast cancer um, and cancer altogether, you lose your sense of femininity because you've got you've lost your hair, you're bald, you lose your eyebrows and your eyelashes. And having breast cancer, that means they change the structure of my body and the sense of femininity that I had. Granted, you know, our outer selves is not all of who we are and, and 110% is what we have on the inside. However, that doesn't change the realistic vision that you have of yourself as a woman and your feminine energy. So I loved the poem that she wrote about phenomenal woman, phenomenally. And when I was going through my cancer treatment, I remembered what she wrote about being a woman and that helped me to see myself in that way, you know, the curve of her back, the arch of, and it wasn't just about the fact that, you know, surgically breast removal, no hair, no eyelashes, no eyebrows. I learned to create opportunities to change the scope of that landscape. It wasn't a death sentence. It wasn't a, you're no longer a woman. And yes, we do feel that way. Terribly, we feel unfeminine. But how do we reconnect with your feminine energy? And it meant in my structure for my not only my medical plan but my self plan my spiritual plan meant reading things that uplifted me that created a source of energy and flow that in any moment it could shift what was happening i could deal with the emotions and move through that let it go and then come to a place on the other side of having positive energy the other person who has is my hero is my mum. Mm-hmm. Um, every, every other day, almost every day, for the last two years, my mum has called me from Australia. Um, I'm originally from New Zealand, but my mum is now living in Australia to check in on me. And even on my worst days, she was a strength and a courage to me to, you know, to remind me of the things of who I was when I was younger, to remind me of the things that I could live into now and that even though my emotions were clouded by the difficulty and the challenge of having cancer, raising um, my granddaughter who I adopted five years ago who has some special circumstances and needs and needs lots of time and energy, worked full-time, and had my treatment that I could do this. She would remind me, you know, um, you've got a lot going on. I don't know how you're doing it, but I know that you can do it. And when she knew, she instinctively knew when I was at my worst emotionally, and she'd say, you know, I remember when you were born as a preemie, how you fought to stay here. She says, I need you to find a way to remember that about you so that you can keep fighting. And she's my hero because she, I know that inside she was breaking inside and it was hard for her to be in that space, to be so far away during the tail end of COVID and then, you know, can't go anywhere because Australia and New Zealand was still locked down. And here she is being the stalwart woman trying to find her own strength and courage for me even though I'm, you know, going through my own life crisis in hell, she's still, you know, 
being this gentle, strong woman who, you know, gave me the embodiment of what I needed to hear, what I needed to see in those moments when I got stuck and it's like, Mum, I don't know how to keep going. I I don't know where to find that, that energy right now. I know I need to feel what I'm feeling, but what do I do to take the next step? And she'd say, you know, quietly try this. How about that? You know, she'd come up with some suggestions. I went, well, you know, I haven't really thought about that. Or sometimes it was just that she would say something absolutely funny in a way that I hadn't heard in such a long time because I've been away from home for over 30 years that I just burst out laughing and I says, oh my gosh, I haven't heard that forever in a day. You just made my day. Yeah, that was it. And it could be that simple, just laughing. She goes, you know, laughter's good for the soul. So those are my heroes. Those is what it means to, to be a hero and you don't have to wear a cape to be one. Oh, beautiful. You know, I am so, I'm humbled by so many things in this whole process. But to hear the stories of the people that have come along and touched her life, you know, a hero doesn't have to change the world. They just got to change yours. Yeah, and they I, do. I'm going to say that 98% of the people that we have talked to about this very same question have identified everyday uncaked people. My mom, my dad, my grandmother, my third grade Sunday school teacher, my gym. I think I'm, and I can count on one hand, I'm going to say maybe five. Mia Angelo being a poet might run into six out of 400 and something people have identified somebody that that society would consider a hero. Make sense? You know, yeah. a, a famous person, Warner Office, lots of money, billboard, five, now maybe six out of 400 phenomenal it's the most beautiful thing so i hope your mom knows that you feel about that way about her as a hero you know as parents as you as a mom and me as a mom we understand that at the end of the day you want your role as a mom to matter right yes yes you do and my mom does does know and she was very quiet when i said that to her i actually Mm -hmm. you know said you know you're my hero mom you want? And she's like, what? <laughs> she's like, what? Pardon? <laughs> I didn't. And I said, no, you're you're my hero. I says, when I think about women in my life, you're my hero because you you are strong and you have a good sense of life, and you uh, your wisdom, your wisdom. I says, I could say on one hand, you know, as a teenager and early twenties, it was like. Really, what does mum know? And then as you get right. older, mum, I says, I have to, I will admit, I'll be the first to admit, you were so on the mark on so many things, but because of my own ego and and youngness and foolhardiness of youth, you know, I didn't see those things, but I'm so grateful that I see them. And on my journey of life, I have seen your wisdom and your understanding. Right. And I'm glad that, you know, you're a part of my life and I'm a part of yours. And you know, at first, the you know the difficult thing about you know parenthood is that when your kids are in trouble, you want to be with them, right? And I think my right. mum is even more of a hero because that angst of feeling helpless, and even though she felt helpless, because what she wanted to do was be with me by my side. And because we were on the tail end of COVID and they hadn't cleared up 
Australia and New Zealand for travel, people coming in and out. You know, that was an even more challenging space to be in is helping your daughter who has stage 3 breast cancer. I'm far away. I feel helpless. There's more that I want to do. And when you get to that place, as a child, you know, you've got to give your parents grace and understanding in those moments because I said to her, you know, Mum, what you're doing for me means everything to me. What I can have, it's taking the grace to say, I'm grateful for what I have. I would love more, but that's okay because conditions don't merit that we get to have that. So in that space of gratitude, you're giving that relief to your parents that say, you know that they feel helpless. You know that their heart and their soul are just crying out like, can I just hug you? Can I just be there for you to help you to do those those things that they just know how to be? And when they cannot be there, we've got to say, it's okay. I understand. What what you're doing for me right now is the best that you can do, and I love it and I appreciate it. If we move away from that space of not being open, and we close down, that that creates that difficulty and that challenge in that relationship, and we wonder why it went sideways. It's because we we closed off. We didn't open ourselves to an even greater opportunity of joy Amen. and hope and gratitude. You know, beautiful. Such wisdom, my friend. Such wisdom. You know, my daughter is famous for saying that your story will be someone else's survival guide, right? Your story will teach someone else that it's okay to manage through that distance, right? It's okay to to need to get better, right? To say I, I'm not okay for a minute. And uh, what a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing it with us. Okay, I got one more You're question welcome. for you. Sure. If you Pull all the words there are that you can think of together into one line of wisdom. One line. What would your T-shirt say? What's your one line of wisdom? What would my T-shirt say? Oh, my gosh. You know, I'm going to well, this isn't what I was going to say, but I have to say this, that life prepares you for moments. And I'm so glad that my moment turned into moments of writing, and I've been writing this, this this sentence for the last I don't know 18 months choosing one well that's a hard that's the hard part there's so much wisdom to be learned hang on let me see if I can find one real quick Hmm. hold on you know as you as you talk about that right and, and and you as you look for that there are so many ways that I resonate with you and, and your story and your journey. You know, it's it's difficult to be separated from your children as a mom and watch them go through life-changing moments and know that you can't beat it or hold their hand, right? Like you said, they're still not a – no matter how old they get, they're st- yeah. that, that user's manual never shows up, right? You, you've got the Bible, and you you do the best you can, right? And you, yeah. and you learn and you go – so. I, I love it. I love that you resonate that with your mom. I appreciate the space that you provide. I'm sorry for the journey that you had to take, but what a blessing. You know, look at it. You've survived 100% of the worst days of your life so far. Yep. You're okay, here's, my w- here's my wisdom. This is something that feels good. I mean, I, have, I wrote a lot during my treatment and read a, read a lot. So 
This is something I wrote back in February of 22, and it's around trust. And I think, let me see. Give me your one letter. All right. Create trust on the foundation of your genuine character to action with integrity. There you go. Create trust on the genuine. Create trust on the create trust on the foundation of your genuine character to action with integrity. You know, again, you have blessed my life yet again with a beautiful statement of power and of grace. And not one person out of 470 interviews has repeated them someone else. They're all different. It is the coolest, most empowering thing ever to hear this wisdom. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. You're That's welcome. gorgeous. Right. Well, I well, just opened up my, my, my book of learning while I was going through my treatment, and that's what, you know, soulfully hit me. So I appreciate being able to share it. Absolutely. It's beautiful. All right. I am. I can keep having this conversation with you all day. I resonate so well with so many things that you say. But with respect to you, our guests, and respect to our audience, we're going to have to find a place to wind down. I would love our audience sure. to always remember that we're brought to you by Enlightened Up and Guided by Grace. If we can serve you in some way, if we can, if you want to talk to us, if you want to share a story, if you want to join us, or if you just need someone to talk to or interested in what you have to say, please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. I'm going to take my moment to close, Michelle, by telling you thank you so much for your willingness to jump in on the spur of the moment, have this beautiful conversation with me, share your life with the world, um, and your grace and your story. I'm so grateful to you for your time today. Um, I would like to give you the stage, close out our show, give us the last 90 seconds. How would you like to leave our audience today? I would like to leave them with a moment where it says this, be open to fill up with positive loving energy. Relax into the state of being. It is easy, light, and graceful. Embrace this powerful, cleansing, healing energy that transforms you. You are the one with this power. Allow these words to connect to you with everything that you have inside of you. You have everything that you need. Believe that, know that, walk in that space every day. You're not a label, you're not a should. You are a beautiful soul and creature that has a purpose and we need you to help others find their path. (laughs) 